namaste i welcome you all to this session number 19 of guru bodha with dr mb gururaja sir dr mb gururaja sir is uh, is an ayurveda professor and uh, a very busy ayurveda practitioner he practices at develop and care ayurveda treatment center shumoga karnataka uh, for consulting or consulting for health complaints or to get his guidance on case case to case basis please visit easyayurveda.com/gururaja in the last class uh, we have, we were discussing regarding the uh, patient re- referral so we learned from dr gururaja sir that you know it's not a matter of shame we have to refer patients where in at the right time to the right center because sometimes it's a matter of uh, life and death so how to tell to the patient or what to tell the patient and what are the words to use while counseling the patient that you you are being referred to a higher center and you know you have some so illnesses some more investigations are required because if you miss mess up in the language then uh, the patient will be confused and the patient may think that you, you know either the doctor is uh, like incompetent so how to handle this situation with words the two important aspect we need to understand when to refer and how to refer whenever we feel that the patient is in a such a grave condition that he cannot be managed at my center then he has to be referred to the higher center that is our first criteria second thing there are certain times when a patient comes to us and uh, we feel that this is a condition which is better managed by one of my friend or my senior or my teacher or my guru he is dealing this type of patient since many attempts and he has a better exposure to these type of diseases uh, let him handle and let me send this patient to a right kind of person so with these intentions we can send the patient or uh, refer the patient while referring the patient what it should be conveyed to the patient and patient relatives this is very important so while referring the patient if the condition is a serious or which requires an institutional care or some higher center care then that has to be brought into the mindset of the patient or patient relatives see this is the reason that's why i am referring you to the higher center because it requires some institutional approach as are in in patient approach or number of more doctors required for this to handle or else we need to convey in such a sense that you will be sending to an higher center which takes care of your condition much better way so that is the reason we are sending you or i am referring you to the higher center this is the one thing when a condition is better handled by an expert or who is experienced in that type of diseases and handling such diseases and if you are referring the patient to such a person then definitely you convey this the same thing to the patient that i can also give you treatment but it will be a right thing that if i refer you to a person one who is expert in handling these type of cases and your condition definitely they will or he will going to take care in a better manner so and you will be in a safe hands for the further management so that's the reason i am referring you to higher center or particular doctor so these are the words we can use it in a very convincing manner to the patient or patient relatives before sending them or referring to the higher centers thank you very much there sir and uh, like n- n- when the case is not like very serious say for example a case of psoriasis and uh, we have like you let's imagine that i have a patient 
with the case of psoriasis and i know that you can handle better than me now that you know whatsapp and other things are like very common if you share the photos or pictures of the patient uh, to you or the you know, to the to a senior doctor who is who is the expert in psoriasis should we be mentioning that the photos are being shared because some amount of privacy is being compromised and the privacy issue is a larger issue uh, in europe and us and in australia and other uh, countries basically when a patient comes to us it itself is applied that it's an implied consent that he has come to us for the treatment purpose second thing comes in if it is such issues are there are legal concerns are there or it may going to cause a lot of problem in the future better take a writing a written consent from the patient that you are going to do all these things these are the procedures these are the medications and uh, even you will be referred to higher center in a time and your photos or pictures of your lesions will be shared with the senior doctors or experts across the globe for your betterment you you for that you should not have any problem or any objections for that if you are any objections then we don't want to take you as our case if it is good to you then we can go ahead with these words if it is put in front of the patient and taken a written consent then there will be no such legal issues or some problems that's one and sharing an information of a particular thing always uh, in a uh, this particular um, whatsapp media through that we try to forward the information of the pictures in such a way that the patient identity is not disclosed only the lesions are to be focused and lesions has to be forwarded only in certain cases when the lesion is on the face then obviously we, we can't avoid it we have to send the photo of a person in such a way that where the person identity can be revealed but for that a person who should not have any objection to Uh, such type of uh, sharing by the doctors for the purpose of thing and definitely when we are um, forwarding the um, pictures of a patient particularly if it is a on from the face still we can close down the eyes or cover the eyes with some addition or editing of the pictures then later you can send it but still uh, for example there is something you want to convey to your senior doctor or a fellow friend or one who you are trying to refer to that patient a particular doctor wherein you are concerned to tell him or conveying or bring him to the notice that something inside the eye then we cannot block the eye we have to open it like in case of chronic liver disease or a very strong case of hepatitis viral hepatitis where serum bilirubin levels are very high and ictus uh, elevation is in the eye is very strongly objectionable way it is there then if you want to send the patient for the institutional care for that purpose i am sending if you want to send the photo of that then you cannot block the eyes you have to keep open the eyes and as it is you have to send because that will be revealing the very important information to the doctor so these are the things we need to understand while referring and sharing the informations as far as possible if there is any legal issues are there may uh, you feel that there is some legal issues may come out in future then it is better you take a written consent from the patient yes uh, i mean this issue came up with uh, i remember an incident i was giving a guest lecture to a group of american uh, ayurveda uh, practitioners and a couple of them were i you know mbbs doctors practicing there 
you know they, they were also like interested in ayurveda so they're practicing so all other people when they were interacting with me they were having their you know camera on and asking questions and whatnot but these two doctors who who were like mbbs fellows they, they were not keeping the camera on so the organizer asked can you please uh, put the camera on so they said that they were from new york I and mean, they were in their clinic while listening to this uh, session so they said that if the camera is on and suppose a patient enters in and patients say hand or some part of patient gets recorded in the camera it can become a big legal issue so uh, i mean this is just a uh, information set there is a european rule in uh, regarding websites that uh, if if we if the websites are tracking information regarding uh, any anything like patient, uh, visitors location and all they have to take exclusive content that's why we see sometimes you know this website has cookies and all so more and more the world is becoming open and connected more and more stringent the privacy rules are also becoming see the part of the privacy rules that uh, they speak about the privacy and all these things and uh, they will reveal everything to the one who is providing the that the social media platform he will be giving everything aadhar number even your phone number your address your location your gps location everything will be there with tracking so they will be knowing everything it's only for the concern if anybody is uh, having such type of issues that uh, he don't want to be get uh, noticed or even recorded or is his uh, one should be not forwarded then such a patient that you need to better understand them with Uh, clarity and you explain them why you are not supposed to allow this and uh, you explain them what is the importance of this if a person even many times we come across this type of issues when uh, young students have been teaching on these lines when the students uh, come to the hospital particularly in the paid hospitals and where the private uh, patients are there they are uh, regular students are not allowed internship students are not allowed to enter in and do the examination and to learn these things many times they complain that of course there is a issue with that because they are private patients but if they are um, not paid and if they are regular student they should be allowing the um, uh, young doctors to learn if that is the study material they are providing to the young doctors then only the young doctors become very good in that their identification and diagnosis and, um, and treatment modalities and all these things they learn it and they will become a good doctor and they will serve the society we they should be given a right chance to uh, understand them so if anybody has a issue related with uh, you know privacy and all those things uh, it can be taken as per the lines of uh, locally available um, rules and regulations we can follow it but still we can still go for a written consent that will be comparably better if we take a written consent from the patient that we are going you may share this information with this of course without disclosing the name and details of the patient it's only technical details will be shared so as uh, pradeep ji has written in the chat patient identification uh, identified information is highly confidential but like guruja sir told just sharing the patch of the psoriasis so, uh, so all those things not in social media but to a specified person that should not be a problem uh, pradeep ji can correct there so another aspect of patient referral is the reverse when we get patient referral from other people how should we handle that so first point i i would imagine is common sense is to have kind of a gratitude for the doctor who has referred and not to talk uh, in, inferiorly about that referring doctor in front of the patient so that is kind of a common sense 
uh, and what are the things to consider when the patient is referred? I mean, should we uh, should we write him the letter once after we see the patient to inform what has happened, and should uh, how the follow up should be maintained, uh, and uh, etc. If a patient has been referred to us in a systematic manner, just through a letter or something like that, along with the patient, then it is uh, literally a courtesy of the treating physician once he has diagnosed and he has taken case of the care of the case and uh, he made a detailed notes of it it is uh, expected out of him that he should convey that the what the person the doctor one who has referred to us he should be conveyed and he should be you know informed about the condition of the patient what is uh, the diagnosis and what are the investigations done what is the uh, treatment protocol has been initiated and uh, thanks for the referring the patient in the right direction in the right time and all these things and convey him that uh, please do in touch with that and if any information is feel free to ask we'll be sharing the patient related details to you so that type of uh, communication back to the person who has referred is always uh, expected out of a thing but many times we can straight away in a very close contact if somebody sends with the letter then we'll send a whatsapp chat thanks for the referral uh, this patient has been handled in a systematic manner and this is the condition and we are treated with on these lines so that will and uh, he is doing good so such type of information will be usually passed on to the the person one who has uh, referred back definitely such type of uh, referrals if it is there then formal referrals for that you need to at least have it some thanking letter or some thanking note or something like that what is happening actually exactly that has to be conveyed to the person who is referred um, yeah i mean write, writing writing letter and letting the other, other person know that you know it, it has been kind of you know the care has been taken for the patient that is so very important thanks for the uh, point there sir I know that you you get a lot of uh, referrals personally to your your clinic your, your center uh, and you know it is probably a dream of many Ayurveda practitioners to get a lot of referrals uh, and you know to not not only you know so that they they know that you know they have value in their you know fellow fellow community of Ayurveda doctors and other for the total medical community. So what is the secrets? Sir, I mean, you also get reference from even allopathic doctors also. I know that personally. So how to, what's the secret? Uh, for that, your hair should become gray first. So it should take certain time. So once you are in the field and you are giving out the result and continuously you are giving out um, no, uh, success stories and um, uh, you have talked to the students and you have given uh, information how the things are and how the patient when he came and what are things you have done and how the outcome is that if you are disclosing those things through your website or through your close friend circle or whatsapp groups or even facebook live or facebook groups or something like that definitely it will going to help to increase your referral things when it comes to the skills of doing like some surgeries or some uh, type of excisions uh, and all those things or some cosmetic uh, things like that in case of a person one who has done Shalya MD or MS. So such type of things usually you need to, you, know, you don't need to have a gray hair. Uh, you need to have just a skill. A young chap can also be a very superior or a good quality surgeon. 
then he can do all sort of dhanvantri karma whatever the things tatra vidya dhanvantriya kriya vidho that can be done by a person one who has uh, definite has the skills of uh, how to handle the things in a surgical manner so we need to understand these th- two things first thing is to all these things what it is require is uh, basically our theory as well as practical related information to the entire subject should be made strong and that the information of theory and practicality it means be made strong only by repeated readings then tadvidya sambhasha continued medical education repeated readings consulting the books and consulting the uh, no, uh, seniors getting the information rebrushing our knowledge repeatedly uh, how old you may be but once again reading the book repeatedly now and then rebrushing yourself is a very very important task that has to be done particularly for a doctor or an vaidya he should be having information very much updated to the date so it should be made kalan rupi yugan rupi yes sir and uh, yeah I mean, for for the surgeon we would prefer not to have too many gray hairs otherwise the hands would be shaking and, and regarding the yeah regarding the reading i also noticed that just just ahead of this session uh, being started you also like referring and reading and you know i mean you are kind of a live example for that and also when when i am kind of in personally speaking when i am reading some new book or some new things or participating and watching other senior people's uh, experiences in whatsapp and what not i feel a lot better and sharp uh, on those days rather than the other days in which i i personally am reading so you know satata dhyana and continuous reading is so much very important virtue for any ayurveda doctor so moving on there there was uh, you know some questions asked previously and uh, in the last class which we were not able to uh, address coming to the question regarding the brahmi there was this question that isn't brahmi being cold or shita virya little drying and what is the best anupana or coldering for brahmi when even when we are giving it to someone who has severe vata related disorders dry skin dry shoes or maybe memory loss again vata related disorder your thoughts on that uh, no we need to understand certain things there are uh, peculiar way a drug behaves in the body brahmi is having uh, multiple roles but still out of those important functions there are very much sharp and very much pronounced functions will be there for certain things not everything will be addressed by a thing if uh, see for example whenever we read most of the drugs we say it is agnivardaka it is deepana 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 pachana but we don't use all those drugs for the purpose of deepana pachana whenever we want to have a deepana pachana we typically select chitraka we typically select trikatu there are drugs which are jiraka which is very specific for the deepana pachana that purpose only we will select similarly whenever there is a vata vardana is there and we need to reduce the vata then we need to understand first basically where these things are there whether it is at the level of skin or whether it is at the level of pranavashrotas or whether it is at the level of mahashrotas so that has to be taken care whether where exactly things are there and which vata which site is very very important if you understand this what is the site where the where it is happening then accordingly for say in this case of brahmi 
So, Brahmi, you want to give it in a patient of a Vataja condition and um, where there is a memory loss and all those things, being Shita and all these things, how can we go for it? It's the best combination for Brahmi, it has to be given, then it is better give it in the form of Gritha. Brahmi Gritha is the best format because Brahmi Gritha has the special capacity to pass through the blood brain barrier. So that is the reason we use it Brahmi Gritha. That is a, that's a very good one. And when we have, want to have a Rasayana effect, better it is in the form of Swarasa. So very clearly, Acharyas have very clearly mentioned what to way in, in what way it should be used. Manduka Purani should be in the Swarasa format. Shankabushpi is in the Kalpa, Kalka format. Yastimadu is in Churna. Guduchi is in the Churna. So all these things very clearly the Acharyas have explained for what purpose, what should be used and how it should be used. So if you want to use your information or to the customize the procedures or a protocol to a patient and according to the needs of the patient, then of course, think on these those lines of Samanya Siddhanta. What are the Lakshanas of the patient? And you anticipate that Lakshana is produced due to which dosha. And then at the level Vektastana, you identify it. Then accordingly, where what should be used. If it is a dryness in the skin, then why you want to go for a Brahmi? You can straight away go for some Gritha application. Jatadota Gritha onto the skin. Or Karanjitaila applied. Or coconut oil applied onto the skin. So like that. Where exactly the things are happening? Accordingly, we need to go for thing. Wherever it is a locally manageable, then you apply it to do it locally. There are person one who is lean, thin and is ruksha and even body mass is lost and everything. Then such a person requires a vatahara dravya or a kafavardhana dravya from the core, inside. So then we need to go for some Agni Vardhana, Deepana Pachana Dravya. So along with that, then Brahmana Karma should be done, initiated from the internally. Not by simply applying oil from outside won't do any good thing here. So we need to do that. And sometimes even if the skin is also Ruksha along with that is lean and thin, then you can go for both internally as well as externally Snehana. So internally also we can go for this Nena with Gritapana and all those things. Then externally also we can go for Abhyanga with Taila and all those things. So like this you need to plan according to the requirement. Each and every patient will be a different set of combination. It will be a different type of uh, doshic imbalance. Then accordingly we need to address it. So it is very typically based on the requirement. Whatever the requirement. Whether it is at the level of skin. Vektastana is in the skin, then accordingly do it at the level of skin locally. If it is internally, any tissues involved, or enter whole body mass is less, is weak, clean and thin, then go for the Brahmana Karma inside and reduce the Vata. So that is the reason uh, we need to understand. Yes, and going by the question, uh, we should not fix it on the herb and then think about the disease. We should be thinking about the disease first and then go for the herbs based on the site of site of pathology like what you have said sir. see very clearly Arun says rogamadam parikshetam tadanantaram aushadam first roga has to be identified then what drug should be given or what protocol should be fixed for this that has to be concept then concept after that exactly for this particular case xyz what should be done that has to be done so we need to understand that very clearly first identify the disease diagnose it uh, you may, may be having uh, very close diagnosis, maybe uh, probable diagnosis, 
or provincial diagnosis okay no issues you do it that one then go for the sadhya sadhyata assessment then you try to give a medicine then once the medicine you start using it then protocol whatever the thing whether shodhana is required whether even shamana is itself is enough all these things you can straight away understand the things and you can use the you know protocols as per the requirement but beginning with identification of disease rogam adu parikshitam tadanantaram aushadam so aushadha comes in the last yeah, I mean, brilliant right right point right local Uh, thank you so much. And coming to the herb of, of the week, I mean, let's concentrate on Gokshura. Very, uh, very important herb, one among the uh, Dashamulas. Can you please uh, take us through the herb Gokshura, sir? Gokshura is one of the important herb. Of course, very commonly we can see as a weed roadside, as a prostate a spreading herb on the ground with uh, yellow color flowers. and when the fruiting is there and as the fruit will be having spines that's a very common and that is called as kshudra gokshura it's also called as and one among the dashamulas and technically or botanically it is known as the tribulus terrestris so here many a times we know that we use the tribulus terrestris or gokshura whole plant while using dashamula also many a times whole plant is used sometimes only for the purpose of making kashaya then the root is used otherwise even the fruit is taken sometimes even entire plant is taken but under the dashamula uh, entire plant along with the fruit and root everything is considered because just, this is being in a very small and herb type of material so it's no, no problem no issues with this and this is a very commonest in the dry areas of uh, cross india it is easily available but we have uh, two varieties here one is called as brahad gokshura and another one is kshudra gokshura brahad gokshura is a different family member and it is pedaliasi member which is pedalium murex it is an erect plant whereas kshudra gokshura is from zygophyllaceae and it is spreads on the ground so it's horizontally spreads on the ground but both are having a typically spines on their fruits and uh, they are extensively used uh, for the purpose of uh, urinary tract issues particularly this gokshura the name itself is come as a gokshura means it is usually previously it used to stuck to the hooves of the or in between the hooves of the cows that's the reason it is called as gokshura and um, this is having also called as a swadhamstra because it has having um, projection of spines and it is also called as a swadu kantaka that the reason is because it's a madurasa in the mechun and madur vipaka because of that it is called as a swadu kantaka trikantaka is there mean three to four pairs of uh, spines are there in that fruit hence it is called as trikantaka like that there are many many names have been given to this and uh, extensively this drug is used for the purpose of ashmari particularly renal calculus urinary tract infection mootra krichrata and mutraghata and such am in uh, chronic renal failure and such type of uh, genito urinary tract infections or genito urinary tract problems or it may be bladder issues or irritable bladder whatever it may be all these things in those conditions it is usually used and this gokshura is also one of the important um, drug which enhances the activity of kidney 
thereby eliminate the waste or the water content from the body through urine it enhances the filtration mechanism at the level of kidney so that is the reason many times we use it even in case of anasarka or even the shotha or pedaledema or something like that and that gokshura is used probably because of this reason even in the cases of uh, you know in pregnancy in the third trimester pregnancy there will be a little bit of edema pedal edema many a times people usually use this in the form of a kshirapaka um, gokshura kshirapaka is also recommended there uh, in order to avoid that uh, eclampsia and preeclampsia conditions and as well as the trimester third trimester pregnancy related pedal edema and such type of things are generally also in any case of shotha and uh, chronic renal failure and those conditions gokshura is one of the drug of choice and as well as gokshura is uh, very wonderfully used and uh, with gives a result in case of um, renal calculus it, it is a very good one because of its uh, crystal contents it uh, breaks open the calcium oxalates and all those things and thereby it expels the kidney stones or breaks open the kidney stones and it doesn't allow the formation of uh, kidney stones so that's the reason uh, most of the renal calculus condition we use uh, gokshura in the form of uh, either gokshura the gugulu or gokshura the churna or gokshura the kada or even even ashmari hara kada or mutra lakwata something like that so all these things are very commonly used uh, preparations in case of uh, and of course gokshura being one among the dashamula dravya in wherever dashamula is used in all those condition it is going to help and uh, gokshura is having guru snigdha guna and madura rasa madura vipaka and it is uh, one of the samana pratyarabdha dravya and definitely it is going to act as a balya even pushti diet has been explained in the shloka uh, very clearly uh, it increases the body bulk for that purpose also it has been used even though it reduces and removes excess stored accumulated uh, water from the body but it helps to increase the bulk of the um, body bulk maybe by promoting the uh, protein metabolism to some extent but exactly how it functions in that direction on the grounds of the modern mechanisms it has been not observed or explained but our acharyas have said it is pushtida definitely based on the sarvada sarvabhavanam samanam vritti karanam based on that point it is said very clearly pushtida pushtida means it is going to improve the strength or balya in nature promotes the bodily strength so this is one of the important plant and of course a very commonly available plant and with a extensive activity and pharmacological activity is present in this plant and that is a bright yellow flower which is a striking feature in identification of this plant yes sir and uh, it's useful in kidney stones uh, can we use this also or does it have any action on the gallbladder stones as well as such for the purpose of gallbladder stone it won't be useful directly but um, by you concept wise we can try it but may not be uh, sufficient because this uh, particular uh, gokshura has a special action on uh, renal parameters and renal functions so i don't think so it is going to help in any way to the you know colitiasis condition and uh, regarding its um, 
it's also a mutrala meaning it improves the urine output good kind of has a flushing action is the flushing action the reason behind it's a kidney stone breaking effect or it has standard lithotriptic kidney breaking effect on it, it has it has both the actions it has a breaking effect as well as a flushing effect both the things are been done by this it not only improves the filtration urine filtration it also even helps in removal of the crystallization and it also helps in the destabilization of the stones and even the cracking of the or cracking open of the stones for many uh, things so it is not simply just because of flushing effect it is not only flushing effect if you want to have a flushing effect even water can flush it you can plentifully you can drink water but it is not so that's what usually the people will be guided by the um, other side of the western practitioners that you drink plenty of water just by simply drinking water may not flush the things there are certain um, requirement is there and this is one of the important drug which has a special effect of breaking and as well as flushing the renal stones or the kidney calculus or renal calculus because it can increase the urine output and you know a standard diabetic patient will be also having polyuria issue uh, should we should we be careful while using it in say diabetes see it's it's not a question of using it in a diabetes or something like that see our intention is not for the diabetic our intention is for the kidney function improvement if a person is able to expel the sufficient quantity urine or not in such a mutra krichrata urinary tract infection and all those conditions we use it our intention is not to increase the uh, urine output in a patient who is already suffering from diabetes so that is not a intended case here so when we are selecting a patient of course if a patient is there he is a diabetic even with the diabetes he is also have kidney stone and then you, you can use it no issues you can use the drug gokshura even in that condition this will help in flushing out as well as removing the kidney stones and re regarding the uh, pushtada action i i have a theory in, in my mind uh, please correct me if i'm wrong that in ayurveda excess amount of fluid or water part in the body is considered as kleda which is not so very good that's why you know repeated drinking water only even if, if the person is not thirsty is not recommended as per ayurveda so because it relieves out the excessive water content system is better maintained the dhatus are better well formed and excessive accumulation of kleda in the body is avoided that's why probably it acts as pushtida see whenever you just to use um, excessive kleda is there in the body definitely it is going to cause a problem it not only kleda anything in excess is always injurious to the body body has certain things and it has its own proportions and limitations one has to be in that limitations and proportions if kleda inside the increases then automatically all the kleda will come to the basti once again and that ultimately results into prameha so that kleda has to be moistness and moisture or something like that it has to be maintained as per one's required see when a person one who is working in the field outside the sun will have a more perspiration then he requires a lot of water and he will be drinking more and more water 
but when he is drinking more and more water also but in the same way he is also removing the water from the body so for him doesn't uh, this make any uh, problem otherwise if you are taking too much of water repeatedly in order to avoid the crystal formation and all those things and you are sitting in ac you are not doing any physical exertion then that will retain in the body and that kleda becomes a problematic thing that has to be avoided so we need to understand exactly where to do what to do and what not to do so very clearly kleda simply doesn't cause any problem if it is reaches beyond a limit definitely it is going to cause a problem because it is one among the dashamulas the group of 10 roots do you have any preference like when to pick dashamula versus gokshura or can it be replaced or substituted dashamula versus gokshura no it is not a right type of uh, combinations that uh, we cannot simply in place of where we are supposed to use dashamula i can use only gokshura that is not right dashamula has its own role dashamula is tridoshamaka the drugs present in the dashamula is tridoshamaka whereas uh, gokshura is simply a vatashamaka and kahavardaka to some extent pittashamaka so it cannot be replacing the gokshura cannot replace the dashamula charuji asks does this help in adrenal fatigue no we need to understand adrenal fatigue means then what exactly the things are happening and what are the lakshanas present in the patient many a times it so happens just because of some branded diagnosis we cannot simply go with some drug using there we need to understand what are the lakshana what is the problem the presenting complaint of the patient it may be a fatigue or whatever it is it simply won't and if it is these type of uh, bigger uh, you know yapya type of diseases or asadhya type of diseases just don't think that which can be handled by using one single herb or something like that no that cannot be that is not possible we need to understand that what exactly the things are happening and what is the presenting complaint of the patient based on that whether we can use it or not we can decide it yes and uh, you know adrenal fatigue is not a kind of a standard disease it is just uh, naturopaths uh, use this term uh, better analyze the underlying cause shrama klama what the patient has and which particular organ in the body better to analyze the disease only than you know come to an ayurveda diagnosis just rather than just vague point well taken sir and uh, next question pradeepaji asks for ideal bhedana property is gokshura the gugulu is a better choice over gokshura kshira paka how to select ideal form of a herb does it depend on both the roga and rogi see it's very clear we don't use the term simply as it is bhedana whenever we use a term bhedana simply without any prefix or anything then we think that it is a mala bhedana so it is not be ashmari bedana if you want to be specifically ashmari bedana then you have to say that ashmari bedana otherwise if simply bedana means it is for the mala bedana purpose and katuki is the best drug for that mala bedana purpose so when for the purpose of uh, renal calculus or ashmari bedana if you are asking about which is the best one you can use the, the herb gokshura in whatever the better way it is available to you if it is gokshura the kada okay if gokshura adi is not available only gokshura is available okay you can prepare it and do it but in this case 
when there is a crystallization and calcium oxalate or the things which are helping to form it as stones or the kidney calculus it is better we should avoid kshirapaka here kshirapaka should not be a right kind of combination or a drug here it is better kashaya should be given or even gugulu is also no problem gokshiradi gugulu or ashmari harakada or mutra lakwata or even gokshiradi kwata something like that can be given instead of that only we go for gokshirada kshirapaka or gokshira kshirapaka particularly in case of third trimester pregnancy so that can be done or used as per the need that is only for the purpose of removal of the shotha and during that time and it should be nourishing so that is the reason that say kshirapaka is given but gokshira kshirapaka as it contains milk in it and which is not a good combination in case of a calcium oxalate crystallization which is taking place of ashmaris and we usually don't recommend them with any kshira no, uh, even even all the preparations of the milk and milk products will be avoided to those patients of renal calculus thank you very much sir be very specific with dravagana terms when you are talking to dravagana professor point noted there hypertension and wherever there is a body fluid retention as in case of a cardiomyopathy where fluid restriction is required and where the body needs to lose fluid and anasarka like you told so wherever the body fluid retention is there probably we can think of gokshara as a go to herb definitely definitely gokshara punarnava and these drugs will definitely help to remove them all even uh, trunapanchamulas kushakash nalagarbha kondekshu and these type of things and punarnava uh, definitely and gokshura even to some extent kushmanda all the help in supporting uh, removal of the excessive accumulated water content from the different part of the tissues of the body so and they help to improve the urine output and definitely they improve the kidney functions yeah uh, charuji asks probably we can spend a gurubhada session exclusively for adrenal fatigue but just to answer this question in brief can you please explain adrenal fatigue through ayurveda lens uh, when the adrenal glands function below the necessary levels fatigue particularly uh, upon waking and intermittent crashes throughout the day happen and poor stress response and mood regulation cognitive issues or brain fog though it it looks like adrenal issue it could also be say a depression like a, a standard case of depression would be having the same symptoms a uh, standard case of other organs not working fine uh, in a chronic liver patient or chronic tuberculosis might also have these problems can you please uh, put your input sir say it may be even an endocrine dysfunction and there may be multiple endocrine dysfunctions there may be multiple endocrines involved it may be even uh, pancreas is not functioning properly even ovaries are not functioning properly so there may be there are many many issues associated with we need to assess adrenaline is adrenal glands are not functioning means we need to assess them through the blood workup whether the adrenaline gland production is in excess or not all these things once we just to you know uh, identify this in this pattern then only we can go for that branding whether it is adrenaline fatigue or something like that but usually technical term is not adrenaline fatigue we don't use it adrenaline gland dysfunction is the one which we use it usually 
or uh, the hyper adrenaline conditions are even the reason but it is not, you know major uh, condition which we not be used by simple single drugs it is not possible because it is uh, all endocrine related things they require and they are the seat of uh, agni various type of hormones are produced and then whenever we need to give we need to give a medicine which is very sharp penetrating sukshma in nature and it should be you know multi drug usually it cannot be a single drug we cannot run into that or it should be a tikshna dravya if it is a single drug so by simple drugs we cannot approach these type of diseases and we cannot uh, expect a result out of that and of course uh, multiple issues will be there in the type of endocrine dysfunctions then we need to address them all of them step by step so um, i had received a, a question on that why gokshura is used as krimigna acharya charaka mentioned gokshura as one among the krimigna mahakashayas but rasapanchaka of gokshura is clearly opposite to a classical krimigna for example it should be katu kashaya rasa katu vipaka ushnaviriya but gokshura is madhur rasa it has snigdha anchuas quality madhur vipaka shita viriya cold potency which can increase the kledha in the body which is kledha is a part a good platform for krimis to happen so what could be the logic there sir see first of all uh, we need to understand krimigna karma first of all this krimigna karma explanation in whatever it is given in ayurveda itself it is very clearly said it is a prabhava janya karma this is not a virya janya karma even vidanga one of the important krimigna dravya it has been subjected for various studies or in vitro and in vivo studies on the outside the body when vidanga has been poured onto the you know krimis they didn't die but same vidanga if it is given to a patient one who is having helminths inside the body it shows in a very good anti helminthic property so it has something which is an atmosphere present inside where a drug can act and there may be some by products produced the combination of certain secretions in the body along with the drug so there are issues in like that so simply we can't just because of rasaguna viryupaka only if it is produced in then our acharyas would have said the same thing this is the rasaguna viryupaka of krimigna dravya no such things are been explained krimigna vishagna hrudya all these karmas are prabhava janya and prabhava janya karmas are not possible to explain on the lines of rasaguna viryupaka so we need to understand this so we should not have such idea in our mind that uh, ideal uh, krimigna dravya should be katu vipaka katu rasa and something like that no that is not a criteria uh, it may be any drug which is having capability of uh, it is called a swabhava dravya it's called the prabhava dravya it itself has a capacity to kill the uh, insects or even the worm infestations or even the helminths whatever it is so it is called krimigna here the drug krimigna why what may be the reason acharyas have used it because it may be krimi in ayurveda it is present or accepted at multiple levels and there is a amashegata krimi there is a purishya krimi there is krimi at the level of rakta so there are plenty of type of krimis have been explained we don't know exactly the for which krimi acharya is talking about so krimigna means here the drug is capable of killing the some krimis krimi may be a microorganism so definitely um, gokshura is one such micro um, I mean, uh, drug which can even clear the krimis from the urinary tract so based on that if it is any urinary tract uh, infections are there we use lot of gokshura so definitely it gives a result 
so then in that sense we can accept it as a criminal it doesn't mean that it should be one which is having a particular type of rasaguna yuryapaka but krimigna karma itself is a prabhavajanya karma it cannot be attributed to a particular type of rasaguna yuryapaka so how does ayurveda uh, address lower amount of blood urea and nitrogen how to address means if, if it is ideal one uh, level then no issues if it is excess then accordingly we treat it as it's a mala it has to be thrown out of the body and it is increased in the body and it is staying there and then definitely we need to improve the uh, kidney output or the urinary output then definitely these type of drugs will help in removing the urea and creatinine from the body so and this is basically mala which is produced inside the body it has to be eliminated and that is usually which is been regularly done by the urine mootrantu kleda vahana it is said it is uh, kleda has been removed from the body through the mootra if it is um, definitely it's in excess and it will be removed through the urine and if it is a creatinine and urea and these other things are there definitely the kidney functions will be improved by these drug and definitely we can use it for example in a patient of uh, ckd chronic uh, kidney disease patient has crossed the third stage fourth stage or even the final stage then there is why we are using lot of gokshur and all those things punarnava but still we are not getting the result because where these tissues I mean, a drug which is uh, supposed to go and act, the tissues itself is damaged already. So there is no sufficient target tissues to be acted upon. Definitely, so uh, there will be no uh, results. That is the reason many times we don't find a result in uh, CKD to to some uh, level or anticipated level. Otherwise, in generally, uh, in any shota or any type of thing, and general first time um, detected cases, definitely we will find a good result. Uh, by using gokshura thank you there sir antanaji asks wanted to ask about constipation have seen that some people do not get relief uh, even though they are taking trifala aviarista etc so what are the reasons that people have crore uh, costa symptoms even though they change their ahara etc it, it it requires a certain time we can't expect that uh, till yesterday i was uh, supposed to eat something and today i changed it and now i am changing it and why not getting the results it takes certain time first thing is analyze the prakruti of the person uh, then comes the costa you decide what type of costa is that whether it is a crura costa mrudu costa madhyama costa if a person is suffering from crura costa in a vataja type of person or vata pitta type of person then the whatever the lakshanas of constipation or vibandha has developed definitely it will be of more stronger and pronounced so in that condition you may require the good quantity or more quantity of medicine to get the result then try to analyze whether there is a severe rukshata then improve the rukshata by giving snigdhata so you give snigdha just simply giving by trifala churna you cannot give a relief then you need to go for increasing the snigdhata in the costa to improve the snigdhata in the costa you need to go for estimadu or you need to go for draksha dry grapes to be given like uh, 10 dry grapes are been put into water allowed to soak down for entire night in the morning uh, first after brushing the teeth and all those things you consume these uh, 10 uh, swollen uh, munakka what you call it uh, dry grapes so if it is uh, regularly make a practice then slowly the gut uh, atmosphere changes 
need to wait till these changes takes place then still if you are unable to get it then you can go for a stronger tikshna virachana dravya sir there which can stimulate and irritate the colon it may be kshudrantra or bradantra it is going to irritate them and then thereby excessive uh, water is being secreted and make the stools to open up so that is the reason we need to understand what drug should be taken for whom see we have our at disposal aragvada we have at our disposal jaypala we have at our disposal trifala haritaki some people with simple haritaki they will get very good bowel movements and very good bowel evacuation some people with uh, trifala they will find very good maybe for initially few days there will be good results later once again they complain of constipation then there is a other aspects need to be understood the patient may not be much ambulatory will not be moving will be having a sedentary lifestyle and he is consuming uh, very less fibers in the diet and he is not consuming sufficient oilness present in that snigdata in the ahara so all those components of um, food has to be taken care of and even the vyayama part of it should be taken care of then comes the role of medicine so then accordingly we can select we can even select the Uh, markandika patra uh, swarnam patri that also helps in evacuation which contains uh, anthraquinone derivatives and of course uh, to some extent even kumari also helps it so there are plenty of drugs at our disposal which can be taken so from sukavirechika dravya or mrudavirechika laxative drug to that too we may even go to tikshna virechika like even trivrut uh, kleha even even for the you can go for jayapala we can even go for the danti there are drugs of our disposal which can be used for many many modalities and even the dosage forms so no need to worry about sticking only to trifala and haritaki there are plenty of drugs to use but you need to understand that when to use it where to use it in what dose that is the one required information that we need to know sticking on with the nitya virachana with avipattikara and aragvada Uh, can that be continued for 45 days see whenever we use any drug for any condition how long we need to use uh, it's a very clear idea that uh, our anticipated results should be achieved till then it should be used why you want to fix yourself to 45 days uh, 60 days 30 days no need of such fixing the days are required we need to understand that whether till Uh, anticipated results are obtained it may achieve in 7 days you may achieve it in 10 days or it may even for 30 days as many number of days required to maintain or to come to a conclusion or even get a results till then you use them so don't make it in a hard and fast rule that it should be used for 45 days there is no such criteria as laid down in classical text use till the results are achieved convincing results are achieved till then you need to use it uh, but but still one and a one and a half teaspoon uh, of ayurvedicara churna is also fine for like for example hypothetically 45 days no it, it doesn't make any sense i cannot uh, say it, it should be considered in the such sense each and every patient he is a new one and he is a new combination his body weight and everything has to be assessed accordingly you need to fix the dosage simply i can't say one and a half spoon for everybody no it is not possible it is not a right kind of thing you need to understand that what 
as the body weight of the patient, what is the agony of the patient, what is the uh, complaint of the patient and nature of the patient, everything and even the season. You need to consider a lot, lot of things. Anala, Prakriti, Desha, Vaya, Kala, Satmya, Ahara, everything has to be checked up and then accordingly you select which is the best suited for that condition. Thank you, sir. Uh, Goksura Uttarabhasti versus oral intake of Goksura in case of UTI. Can it be given as Uttarabhasti, sir? I don't think so. That is not a right uh, kind of uh, thing which is can be given because Uttarabhasti giving itself is a tiresome and it is uh, it's not an easy job. And when condition is already there is an UTI, urinary tract infection, and you want to go with that infection, something like that pouring from the outside, that should not be. We want that infection should go out of our system that should be flushed out. So in that condition, it is better to flush out something from inside. It should be pushed out. We should not pushing it from something from outside. It is not a right kind of thing. We have a better drug. I mean, um, this uh, Gokshura can be used in the form of Ashmari Arakada or even Gokshura Dikada or these things internally. Then definitely the things will improve and um, patient will be definitely pouring more and more uh, improved uh, kidney function and they will be passing urine and that uh, more quantity of liquid and urine that will be flushing out the system and thereby removing the load of the bacteria from the system. So that is a better way of doing it. Thank you, sir. Last question. Victoria, can you please ask your question? Yes, Vaidaji, I wanted to understand the principle of the treatment. If the person is Vata, Kapha, Prakriti and has mainly Ama and Kapha conditions like uh, Mandagni and hypothyroid and overweight and fatty liver, but at the same time, the thyroid issues is Hashimoto's autoimmune disease. So which treatment plan you would choose? Do you go more for the balancing Kapha and Ama? reducing or more to the pitta balance because it's inflammatory condition is it like more into the chitrata kantrikatu direction or more kancharakugulu which direction would you take definitely when there is a uh, multiple diseases are there at our disposal in a single patient it is of course it's a syndrome condition or it may be a vadi sankara we call it in ayurveda it has to be checked by step by step which is an alarming one and which is going to cause a trouble to the patient that has to be enlisted one side then which is an important condition that we need to break it first so that is to be analyzed accordingly then we can go for it here Hashimoto is also there Agni conditions Ama is also there and all these things thyroid issues are there so when such a patient is there and there is a very difficult to handle when the internal organs are also not supporting even some little bit of change in the food diet the patient may have some what you call the bowel loose bowels and all those things so in that condition first you go with agni vardhana dravyas all those which supports our um, liver functions and agni vardhana pachaka pitta improvement conditions then along with that go for kanchana ragugulu type of material then still add on on the third day or fourth day or fifth day whenever a patient gets a sufficient agni you can add on to gomutra haritaki or something like that which is a drug which is specific to the disease so first you can analyze the you know shakalpana we call it is in ayurveda break down the things into different components analyze which doshas involved then which is to be handled first 
accordingly we can go for it for example in this case we need to increase the agni first so we need to increase the agni first for that a little quantity of trikatu or even simple shunti or jeeraka for few days initially then once that is um, improved then you can go for kanchanaraga gulu and type of things for another few days then add on gomutra haritaki so like this you step by step increase the drug and once there is a proper agni because once agni is there then only the divine the medicine which you are giving that also be uh, digested and assimilated and it, it helps it to show the results so uh, there is no hard and fast rule that we need to handle only these type of cases in this condition only like there is no hard and fast rule a presenting complaint of a patient is very very important which is annoying to the patient for example in patient with a severe pain then pain is annoying things in case of a skin condition itching is the first annoying condition he wants to get rid of the itching so like that there are lot of issues will be there whatever the things which is suitable accordingly we need to plan but we need to keep in mind important aspects vata is a very very important component or dosha inside the body that's why acharya has very clearly given instructions in many of the condition adavante madhyecha marutam parirakshitah they have said whether in the beginning or in the end or whatever it is try to maintain the vata vata should not be disturbed because vata is the one which is carrying we said that very clearly pitta pangu kaha pangu pangavo maladata vayuna mitra niyanti tatra gachanti meghavat one which is capable of carrying the anything inside the body to different part of the body is vata so we need to maintain the vata inside the body in a very normal way that is a one thing then comes the agni we need to retain that because very clearly acharyas have very clearly they have stated that roga sarvepi manda agno so every disease is due to manda agni agni has to be maintained so we need to concentrate on the improving of the agni once this agni is improved by using chitrakar trikatu jeerakar shunti or something like that then Uh, the b- basic drug in particularly for the disease vyadhi pratinika dravyas like kanchanaraga gulu then followed by few days later once this is stabilized you can go for even hamsapatyadikada you can even go for uh, gomutra haritaki like that so accordingly step by step improve it and of course observation and get a feedback every time when you are doing it sim just just only simply do it from your side no you will also get back an as an information from the patient side you are treated with uh, particular conditions and drugs and the result is that he is feeling good his improvement is there such so, such things will get a feedback accordingly you can modify and alter the uh, combinations as well as in the drug even management protocol can be designed accordingly thank you vaidyaji this was just a fabulous excellent uh, um, uh, reply and i'm very grateful because i was Uh, confused but if i can give any hot spices uh, we will that increase the inflammation that if i give trikatu will then inflammation increase and then the thyroid disease decrease but i should say first is acne focus on that and that will help the whole condition definitely thank, thank you thank you for the participants for the questions so thank you very much what are the questions that were left we'll take in the next class uh, thank you guruja sir thank you so much thank you thank you